Nation, and we are now live on the podcast, Mics. All right. Am I slaying it? Oh, well, it ain't got to be perfect. Hello, world. My name is RJ Brown with RJ Brown Photography and Do Work Incorporated. That's Do Work with a U, D-O-W-U-R-K, and I have the honor to be with... My name is Ayana Evans, owner of Natural Wellness Solutions. So tell me a little bit more about your business. Um, okay, I started Natural at Howard University in 20, I don't know, when I was there as a student. Um, so it's been a few years? It's been a few years. Um, I started it because there were a lot of young men on campus that had locks and I just saw a niche. Um, I'd been doing hair for about 16 years and I was doing like, you know, standard stuff, blowouts, all the things. But when I saw, like, I'm from D.C. and I'd left D.C. before I came back to Howard. I lived in Chicago for, like, six years. Gotcha. But it was kind of like when I left, everyone was growing locks, so they had a little teeny buds. And then when I came back, everybody just had hair. So I'm like, oh, well, this might be a little something. So I started just exclusively doing locks. But I also did it because I wanted to give, like, young men a space to have just to talk about their emotional well-being and their space that wasn't a barbershop because I've been in a barbershop before and it was really intense in there. You can't really... They're going to cry on your ass. Yeah, <laughs> you can't start crying or talk about some stuff that's really going down unless that's like, you know, it's... It's not some, many barbershops like not, that. It's yeah, not. I'm I'm, I really that. was going to make something up. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, real. The church barbershop. I don't no, know. Right, nah, but <laughs> there's no real spaces. And I know barbers that are pastors it's, it's, you can't it, you can't and yeah so i and I, as a woman like there's a unique ability to provide a different type of perspective that they just weren't getting because a lot of the women in their life were either their family members or women that they were intimately involved with right and so i just was able to provide a space where you get your hair done change the way you look and feel about yourself and you're getting some good feedback about who you are and like how you can help yourself develop so it's been a cool ride um i've had about I don't know. I've had all my clients. I've had clients that are as old as like nine, for up to nine years. Um, and then just seeing like their transgression from the time that I met them as like freshmen in high in college to like the, the adults that they are now. It's just, it's amazing. Wow. Well, thank you for your gift for first and foremost, and then finding the need to actually, you know, give us a platform as black African-American men who do struggle with a lot. Uh, not to give too much of the context of who you've spoken with but kind of give some just ideas of some of the things that they share with you some of the stuff that I've dealt with with my clients I mean we've done so I, I because I was dealing with so many just like different conversations I ended up becoming uh, a mental health first aid certified like agent so that oh. I can just assess people that are going through mental health crisis I don't diagnose or anything I'm not a, right, a therapist right. but I just am able to say, hey, you know, you're exhibiting these characteristics. You should maybe follow up with this and see if this is something. Yeah. And so I've, I had to learn that because I have had to do suicide intervention. Um, I've had people that were suffering with depression, you know, just people feeling like they were lost, not having any vision for themselves and not knowing what they were going to do moving forward. Right. But I always felt like if you at least can come and get your hair done, you'd be all right. You're on the right track to something like, cause presentation is so much, right? Yeah. Self-care is essential. And mm -hmm. if you're making an effort to present yourself better, something will come of that. You know what I mean? Like right. there's people that say like, there's, there's experts that say stuff like, if, if you're on your, if you're about to go broke, spend a little bit of that money making sure you look better. Cause at least you'll feel better about it in the process. And you that never know feeling better might motivate you to get the job done, you know? 
So I've always just kind of seen myself as like the guardian of their vision for themselves. Okay. And you mentioned that a lot more people were getting locks. So let's talk about just the natural hair movement for a particular moment in general. What, 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 where do you, what, do, what do you see changing? So one of the other aspects of it, um, when, when I felt like what I was learning from them was becoming, what we were sharing in the chair was kind of limited to the chair. I decided to, uh, I, I decided to expand that absolutely um, into more of just like wellness principles in general, because I think that as a culture we're starting to see a shift where, and the natural hair thing is just one part of it, where Definitely. people are just like their vision for themselves is becoming a little bit more clear and it's becoming a little bit more like unique like and people are okay with being themselves i don't know if it was covid that really just let people be and gave them a chance to just be themselves so that they got more confident became more confident in who they were or just more excited about or activated by like their natural abilities and i think that the natural hair care movement is really just an illustration of the expansion of vision that people have like for themselves and for what they, they want to like portray to others so i think it's going to keep happening i don't see i saw somebody getting a perm on my instagram the other day and i was like damn they still make perm but that, i guess they have to like yeah, there's still going to always be somebody that needs it right, right that wants right, it right. but um overall i do just see a shift like i see i see it from pe people of color everywhere mm -hmm. and it's just like a, an awakening to the fact that so many of the things that have been put on us for so long are not necessary and we don't have to live under them. That's what I think. COVID kind of showed you what you don't have to do and what you don't, don't have, have to put up with. with. Yeah. You don't have to deal with a lot of stuff. I agree. And there's like some of the illusion has just been kind of dispelled. Like, oh, I don't have to get up and straighten my hair every day. Oh, I don't have to get up and put on a whole bunch of, you know, makeup or whatever. I don't, I'm not knocking anybody. I do my thing too, but like, you know, we just don't have to. And right. I think people are doing what they want to do. And I love to see that. And we still, we definitely don't have to please other races. No, <laughs> I would never. I mean, and the thing about it is, I know where this is going. So I'm going to just say this. Why would we? We've been around longer. Perhaps. So it's kind of like, there's a, there's a good quote. There's like, the thief is never stronger than the person they steal from. So I would never try to impress anybody else. They're just trying to steal from me anyway. They've like, been stealing. They've been stealing. All they do is steal. I could right. literally not try my best and they would still try to steal it. So Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, it, it, it's always been um, surprising to me that we ever perform for them. Right. Because why? When they should be performing for us. <laughs> Facts. You know what I mean? Giving us like, entertainment. To be right? honest, I don't want to see their entertainment. Nah, but I don't I'm, care for it either. <laughs> <laughs> we see it all we've been seeing it for see many it. years but you should be dancing for me but right. I, I don't yeah. want you to do it it will be offbeat but don't do something do, yeah. do, don't do something, do do something, something else though. just stop killing us but yeah you know stop hating there. it yeah so how long have you been uh growing your locks i'm only three years in the game wow. i actually okay. um got locks because i didn't have locks before and i was doing this one girl's hair and she was like how do you do locks and you don't have locks and I literally started them the next week. So I was like, okay, fine. You know, <laughs> you got me. Got me there. Right. And she was right because it completely like shifted my experience um, as a stylist. So yeah, that's that. Um, yeah, three years. Okay. So um, we're going to cut this off. I told you it was going to give me issues in a minute, but we're going to keep the podcast part going. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to get into my questions for you. Uh, so you say you've been, you, you kind of didn't know how long you was doing locks for, but can you give me a roundabout year, a number of years? I've been doing locks about seven and a half years now. Um, and like I was telling you before, I 
have been transitioning from being a full-time stylist to now I'm doing wellness speaking and coaching okay different organizations so I just published a book in awesome. May what's the book called? it's called oh, sorry <laughs> I was gonna get there I know I know I'm rushing it's called views um it's an acronym v-i-e-w-s my name is Ayana Evans. You can find it on Amazon under my name. It's easier because I didn't think about this, but Drake's album is called Views. And so you put in Views and that's what's going to come up. But if you put in my name, then you'll actually see the book. It's an orange book. It has an I on the front. Um, Are you on Amazon? Yeah, okay. it's on Amazon. Okay. Um, but the book is a, a wellness workbook and it's an instruction manual on how to cultivate vision for yourself through establishing a self-care routine. <clears throat> okay. And so we just discussed the... Um, different areas of wellness there's eight different parts of wellness there's emotional wellness environmental wellness financial wellness um occupational intellectual physical social and spiritual and so wow. being able to address all of those creates a holistic wellness practice um but most of the time we get so hyper focused on like one area or no areas really that we're just really not taking we're just going through the motions right so going down breaking down what wellness is and then understanding like what visualization is the ability to see something before you actually see it you know to see it in your mind's eye before you see it in your hand mm. and because without vision everything falls apart you talked about mind's eye let's go ahead and go a little bit more deep into the higher level of consciousness in this day and age okay. we hear these terms a lot of times um it's like you know manifestation and affirmations and stuff like that on a simple on a simplistic level what does that mean to you it's really just mindset. It's a positive. It's a. It's it's recognizing that you are the creator of whatever reality you're in right now. If your life is really really good, that's on you. If your life really really sucks, that's on you too. Nobody else. Nobody else. It's mm -hmm. really like, other people can play a part in it. There are participants in it, Absolutely. but your reality is a thousand percent on you. You and you can. And the thing is, we try to deny it, but you can gauge it. You know that. Right. Like if you're sitting somewhere and you're in a bad predicament. You can you can account for the last ten things you did that got you right there. Oh yeah, absolutely. You just choose not to most I'm of the time. To it's like, oh, I didn't make I didn't make that mistake. If so and so hadn't made me late, then I, no, because you remember when thirty minutes ago when you were just brushing your teeth when you should have been putting your shoes on, it didn't have anything to do with them. You created your reality. So when we talk about stuff like affirmations, which are just reminding your brain, an affirmation is just a reminder to self. That I've got this or whatever you decide I've got this I'm going to do this I need to constantly remind myself because consistency and mentality are the two keys right so right. if you have a positive mentality then you're walking around telling yourself the right things doing the positive things doing the most pleasurable thing at all times and if you have the you're reminding yourself of that and affirmation consistently then it's going to produce something so like with manifestation I'm the queen of manifestation whatever I want to get I say it and I get it that's just it that's I'm like oh I, I want this I'm, I'm gonna go get this give you a cool example this summer I wanted to go to something in the water the okay. concert okay it was last last minute I didn't have tickets I wasn't buying them and so I was like you know what I'm just gonna manifest it I'm come I'm going to something in the water within 45 minutes of me telling my friends that I'm going somebody texted me and was like I'll get you VIP access don't worry about it I pull up I went to something in the water every day I had a blast I didn't pay one dollar <laughs> manifestation it's really just about focusing all your attention on doing the thing that you say you're going to do absolutely and another thing that we spoke on as far as the um the blame game mm -hmm. where where why do we have such of a lack of accountability 
for what we do and what we have control of? I don't know because I don't like accountability. Okay. I can't speak for anybody else. I think that um, <laughs> that's real. It's lazy. <laughs> a lot of people are lazy, and the thing is, like, I think accountability requires you to be okay with being wrong. <laughs> and enough of us are not positioned to um, just learn new things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, we're, we, we, it's arrogance. Um, it's a little. Is cowardice. It's fear. It's fear. It's accountability fear. is fear based. So, is a, a lack of accountability is fear based. Right. And being accountable invites it invites love because that way you can flow. When you're accountable, Come if you make on, a mistake, man. now you can learn. This is the speaker. But if you're <laughs> unaccountable, then you're afraid because you didn't even you didn't want to get checked and you didn't want to be wrong. And that's low vibrational energy. It's, it's low vibr. I would never. That is not royal. I will always be accountable because it's royal. Right. Nah. It is low vibrational. I just got called out by an attorney because I, I put something on some materials that I shouldn't have. And she, the woman that I was showing it to was like, I'm a trademark attorney and I don't think you're supposed to have that on there. And I was like, damn. I you thought right? I, I, yeah, I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, yeah, I did that because I saw it somewhere and then I, I thought I could get away, get away with, with it. it yeah. And she was like, you can't do that. And I could have just been like, whatever, whatever, and blown it <laughs> off. But now I have a friend who's going to help me fix it so that right. I don't have to. And that's the beauty of Man, that's a powerful, owning your stuff. Yeah. I'm, yes, it was a little embarrassing in the moment. So yeah, what? But I you got learned. over it. And you learned. Right. And now I have someone who's willing to help me. And see, come, that's it. That's like, what it's about. So don't <laughs> be afraid to be real, vulnerable, mm -hmm. authentic, and genuine with it is, whatever it is that you're doing, because we got enough fake shit. Yeah, there's a lot of fake shit going on. And. <laughs> There's and we ain't much. in China. No, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't profiting from any We're of it. Not. You feel me? So tell me about, and I don't know how, how much time we got, so gauge me on that. Tell me a little bit more about your entrepreneurial journey and what does entrepreneurship mean to you? Entrepreneurship is everything to me. I've never had a job. <laughs> wow. Okay. I had one. Um, I had one last year. I was a teacher. But the only reason I did that was because. I thought I really respect kids and right. I don't think a lot of adults actually respect <laughs> Hell kids. No. Like people they say they like kids or they're cool with kids or they love kids so much, but they don't really genuinely respect their process as people. Right. And I'm a huge like advocate for them and their voices. Because they say really great stuff and they're so unjaded that it's kinda like you want to hear their opinions because it's all creativity. And nothing but the purest nothing, form. So yeah. like they're so smart. And so I went back because I wanted to, I knew we'd be dealing with a really unique situation post COVID. And I wanted to go back and actually just listen and be an advocate for my kids. But like, I ended up getting thrown into some bowl and had to get out of there a little bit sooner than I wanted to. But um, yeah, I stayed the school year um, and I went back to entrepreneurship. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've never had a job uh, because no one in my family did. My family is full of entrepreneurs. I never saw anybody get up and go to work every day. So I never imagined that for myself. Wow. Um, my first journey, I guess my journey started in fourth grade. I was selling candy on the playground. I was making little, my dad would take me to Costco every week. And then I would come home and Ziploc some, you know, dollar bags and then the three dollar bags. The right way. Huh? I was hustling on the playground. <laughs> I had a few good clients. That's what's up. Trapping the candy. Facts. Um, and then when I was 14, he dropped me, my dad was an accountant. He dropped me off at a hair salon and was like, you like to spend a lot of time in the mirror. So you're going to work here. There's mirrors everywhere, but now you can make some money. And so, great, I started doing hair. I was running the hair salon, I was like 14, and then 14 to 16, I just kept doing it. Moved to Chicago, 
when I was 18, and then I worked for, did some professional styling for the basketball players. So Bobby Simmons, he used to play for the Bucks. He um, opened up a shoe store, and he and one of my mentors have a, a, a sneaker store up there, with like a really nice account, but a lot of famous people will come in, and so I used to do styling for them. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, I was just working in hair salons, working as a stylist, like just living my best life, going to parties, hanging out with celebrities. Um, came to Howard in 2013, 2013, I think. I was a grown up though. I entered Howard as an adult student. And so went in there and I was like, well, what can I do? What's all these people in here? What can I do? How can I make some money? And then, like I said, I found that niche. I was like, well, no one's doing only locks. So I got to the point where I was doing the entire school of businesses here, all the men in school of wow. B, the girls that had locks in school of B. I was doing the whole football teams here and their coaches. And then I had teacher professors who were my clients that I would do their hair while they were teaching. It was wild. It was just like a great experience. And I've retained about 60% of them, the ones who haven't cut their hair or moved. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, I've never had a job. I liked what the, I liked when they gave me the check, though. That was cool. Like, you got the check every two weeks, yeah. and they, the insurance. It was mm -hmm. really nice. I was like, I, I understand like why people. It was it was really secure. Secure. And <laughs> like you can, you knew it was coming. And that's like, sometimes I didn't even do work that day. And I'm like, oh, I was still get the check. Facts. So I get why people go. Like, right. I, and I would do it again. Like, if I could find one, I was like, I could do it at home. You know? So I was thinking about getting a part-time job because I was like, yeah, get a little bit of extra money. Yeah, nothing wrong with extra money. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> side, side, <laughs> streams, multiple streams. Listen, I totally get it. So, um, did you get your degree? Uh, yeah, my okay. degree is in economics. Oh, smooth. Yeah. What so they taught you? Just to solve problems. Okay. What yeah. problems in the black community economically that you feel like you can solve or we can solve? That's why I switched to wellness because I was like, y'all got to figure that one out on y'all own. <laughs> <laughs> it's too big. No, it's not that. I just felt like wellness was more necessary. It's the kind of the foundation, right? So it is. You so can't, even when I teach. Um, I, when, even when I teach wellness in my program, we start with emotional before we get to financial. And even when I was teaching my kids, I taught financial literacy to kindergarten through third graders. But we would start off every class with a meditation because money, and especially in our community, there's so many emotions around it that we, we don't even have emotional intelligence. Right. And then we're trying to go get some financial intelligence. You're not even prepared to handle what the money's going to do the when you get crumble. it. So now you get a whole, you don't have any money, so you know you feel sad. But then you get a bunch of money, now you know you feel really happy. You but now you, you don't know how to maintain your happiness without this thing, so now you're going to use it all. You have no way to balance or manage your resources. So, because you don't know how to manage your emotions. And so that's why I think we need to start in the black community. We gotta start healing ourselves before we try to do anything else. And you, it's not to say that you can't do more than one thing at a time. Right. You just have to do the work. <laughs> People get so afraid to like do, work. do the work, not with you, with the R, but do work with you. Right. Facts. <laughs> too. Um, they get so afraid to do the work because they think it's gonna make them have to stop doing something else. And it's like, there's a there's a shirt that say, it's, and there's no shade to black men or anything, but it is indicative of what a lot do. It says black men don't go to therapy, they just make a lot of money. And I saw it on a t-shirt and I was like, damn, that's true. No, it is. It's true, because people think they get to a certain financial level and they don't have to do emotional work. But as people, 
we have to heal emotionally first before oh, yeah. there's any yeah. economic because i mean that's the that's the biggest battle within you because the other part of the the other part of economics is it's about resources resources are also people we also don't manage our resources with each other properly all our the relationships time. yeah mm-hmm. right so you know that's personal healing that mm-hmm. we have to do the difference between us and our counterparts they don't have to do that stuff because they're already unwell and they're not looking to try to get their fix that their mania has gotten them to the point that they're at you feel me like they're having on earth yeah Yeah. so but for us that's not the case right and we have to not only we we've been indoctrinated into the lunacy but we have to get out of it if we are going to be prosperous because they're not happy and there's no afterlife for them you know i can't do this with you (laughs) (laughs) just being honest i mean am i wrong they're not happy and you see it you see it you see it you see it everywhere and but we have a different perspective, I you agree. know. So we just have to do a little bit more healing, and I think that economically we'll, we can excel. But Lauren Hill said, "How you gonna win if you ain't right within?" So I'm I'm gonna go with that. As always, <laughs> that's cool. That. Is your session about to start? Yeah. Okay. Well, remind me your name one more time. My name is Ayana Evans. Miss Ayana, it's been a pleasure. Remind everybody about your business. Natural on Instagram, it's at natural, N-A-T-U-R-A-W underscore C-C. The C-C stands for crown, which is your hair, and core, which is you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. All right.